Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Hello, and welcome back to the Travel Agent Podcast. We are going to continue with all of these wonderful interviews, and today we have another fantastic guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Ayasha Teague, owner of Blueprint Travel, a luxury travel and concierge agency located in Florida, but we help everybody nationally. Wonderful. So we're going to get started, and I just want to know, like, what brought you to the industry? How did you get started? Well, um, you know, it's semi of a long story for, I've been traveling since I was in my teens with my family and I've always had a love of travel. Right. But when I was young, you know, I was a worker. So graduating high school, going to college, I worked in healthcare field and I was content, honestly, with that. Content in management. I was great at management. I was excellent at what I did. And I had no, no, no desire to become an entrepreneur. I'm just being 100% honest. Some people, that's what they want to do. They don't like working for other people. Me, nope, I'm a rule follower. I know how to make things happen, and I'm good. So... Everyone knows that I'm also anal and it takes me like a month to buy a TV and two months to buy a fridge and six months to buy a car because I researched the hell out of everything. Excuse my language. Um, so for years, people have been, you know, oh, you should do travel. You should. And back in the day when I think it was paycation. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think it was paycation. I can't believe I just remembered that. So my mom is sending me the link to sign up. People are like, oh, you should do this. And I'm like, I'm not getting involved in this. That's like Avon and nothing against Avon and Mary Kay. I've done Avon. I've done, you know, like nothing against it, but I didn't have time. I was just like, I'm not signing people up. You know, I'll just do it for free. You know, that's okay. And then my daughter turned 18 and she graduated from high school. And I put together a trip, a 22-day European trip for her birthday as a surprise. So it was just me, my son, and my daughter. And it was fabulous. Like, it was just absolutely wonderful. I wrote all about it. It's like 36 pages long on Cruise Critic. So those of you who know Cruise Critic, um, that's where my travel started really from a team was cruising. So, you know, and people loved it. They, they responded, was asking questions. And while I was gone, I put together private tours and had people who were on the cruise because we had a 13 day cruise to see who wanted to go on these private tours with us to share the costs. It was just phenomenal. Needless to say, I came back and that was it. I said, you know what? I need to do this because I did go through a travel agent and all they did was book my cruise. They didn't do anything else. And that was a a 12 day cruise. I did my pre my post and mind you, I was there for 22 days. So that's 10 additional days plus all of my private tours that I did 
that that agent missed out on money and also just a connection. And that's fine because that's clearly what they want to do. And that was their field, their niche. But I saw, okay, you know what? People like me, this is what I want. I want it all done. I want everything spelled out. So I'm not waking up in the morning being like, what are we doing today, kids? Like, what are we figuring out? Where are we going? What are we eating? What time? Let me look at this map. I don't want to do all of that. So here we are. Six, six years later. I love that story because that's almost <laughs> how mine happened. <laughs> I was like, uh, I did too much. I'm going to need to do this for other people because <laughs> this was bad. That's pretty much it. <laughs> My kids say you're extra. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am. I'm extra. <laughs> we have that in common. Uh, <laughs> so um, since you've been doing this six years and that's kind of what sparked it, what do you wish you would have known, would have known when you first started out? From someone who is not coming from an entrepreneurial spirit, let's just say that. Um, Now, mind you, I'm going to go back for a minute. When I was 12, I set up a whole babysitting service and, you know, booked my friends out on babysitting jobs. So I know that I can do it. Um, But it's just the, I wish I had known that I should have set up a business plan originally, before actually opening my doors. Um, You know, this allows you to have steps to follow, and it doesn't mean that it's concrete and you can't change it, but it stops a lot of bumps in the road, I think, that I wouldn't have had had I had that in place prior. And I didn't know. I mean, there's things that I did business-wise that you need to do, you know, your name, you know, there's, there's things like that, but a business plan really spells all of that out and it leads to success and earlier than you would get, than you would have it if you did not create a business plan and you can create one yourself. So, so at what point were you able to go full-time or were you full-time from the beginning? I went full-time 10, 11 months into my first year. And I honestly, (laughs) I was completely surprised. (laughs) I mean, because even when I started doing this, I was like, you know what? I love to travel. This is great. My daughter has graduated. Now I just have one left and, and, you know, I'll be an empty nester soon and I can really kind of do what I want. And, um, yeah, I was just like, I'll do it part time, you know, see who wants to come, da, 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 this kind of thing. I'll keep my job. And then I was laid off in October. So I started January 1st of 2015. And my first trip was someone contacted me. They wanted to go to Italy and it was a friend. And I was like, wow, okay, this is great. And so more people, more people. I mean, it was just really early on that I had a lot of inquiries and and bookings. Honestly, I had a lot of support from family and friends. And so by October, when I was laid off, then I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try this full time. I am going to go month by month and go from there. As long as I can meet the next month's bills, we'll keep it going. I've never been without a job since I was 14. And if I need to go get one tomorrow, I can easily go get one tomorrow 
And um, here we are now, five years, literally five years. And was it the 14th? Five years and 14 days later from when I went full time. Oh, that is so inspirational. Because like, I think a lot of times we get opportunities to, to take things seriously. And sometimes we kind of freak out and go do the thing that's easy. And I'm just so excited that you chose the thing that you were passionate about. And right, we're here five, five years later and you're, you're rocking it out. So tell me, like, what is something that you didn't really do well in the beginning and you are an absolute rock star at it right now? That's a good question. Wouldn't I do well in the beginning that I'm a rock star at now? I mean, you could have just been a rock star from the beginning. So, I mean, you know, if that's the case, then. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out like there's stuff I didn't do well in the beginning that I'm, I'm definitely not a rock star at now, but I'm better at, you know? So it's like, okay, what am I a rock star at now? Oh, okay. I, I will, I will say this. All right. I will say fans. Okay. Because in the beginning, and that might sound like, you know, what do you mean? Like, how can you screw up a fam? You really can't. But I think in the beginning, everybody, when you want to go so many places because you want to see firsthand, you take anything, everything you're grabbing to go anywhere. And that's what I did, just like most people do. Don't do that. I easily found out. I want to say probably after the first year, maybe second year, that free does not always mean it's right for you. So whether it's free, whether it's cheap, inexpensive, whatever, that doesn't mean that it's a right fit for you. And time is money. And so I quickly learned that sometimes some of these spams did not fit into my business plan. Again, going back to that business plan. And now I create my own fans almost always. And we have had, I want to say I've had two that other agents have been on. And I mean, they can, they can testify testimony to that, how I, how I do typically my fans, but you know, in general, there's going to be a wide range in fans. You're going to see a whole bunch of stuff from the gamut and not all of it's going to fit with you. I, I don't have time for that. I had two kids at home, single mom. I needed to focus on what I was focusing on for my business. And so that's what I really rock out on now is really figuring out what the fam is, how long it's going to be, how many places it's going to entail and why. And, and cohesively, there's a reason behind everything behind it. It's not, it's not a range per se. So since you were so successful in the beginning, what is your niche? Did you know your niche right in the beginning or has it evolved or how have you kind of built your book of business through niching? So in the beginning, I always knew I went to do luxury because as many people know me, they, I'm bougie. They'll call me bougie. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll be, I'll be bougie all day long as long as I get what I want. And, um, but at the same time, you know, I was a single mom. So I've always been known, you know, people ask me, how do you do this? How do you do that? I'm a budgeter. I, I believe in that word budget. I love it. And we all know we all spend money and, and so do our clients on what they want to spend money on. So it's about finding out what truly is of value to them. 
And for me, that's luxury travel. If I'm traveling somewhere, I don't want to feel like I'm home. I'm in a nice house. I have a nice home. I have a very nice master bathroom. I want that to match everywhere that I go. I cook. I cook well, extremely well. And so I want to eat well when I'm out. I don't want to feel like, you know, I could have made this chicken parm myself at, in my own kitchen. I'm yes. I'm so, oh, yes, yes. So this is not for everybody, though. So that's the thing. It's not about following somebody else. It's about knowing yourself and knowing your passion and then deciding that that is what you want your group, your your people, your tribe, the people that are going to be into you and into your business and want to book with you. That's what it's about. And so for me, it was luxury travel. And you don't just pull that right out of the air. You know, you, you just don't. So in the beginning, I was doing lots of different things. I want to say I was doing pretty much mid-range with throwing a few extras in there, you know, saying, oh, well, why don't we do this private transfer? And, you know, why don't we upgrade your room? And, or why don't we do a private tour instead of X, Y, and Z? You know, so doing a basis based on their budget and then lifting them up and also at the same time, understanding what's out there biggest thing for me is, is, is that, you know, I'd rather you spend as little on air and spend as much on everything else as you can. So that's kind of where I started. I want to say it, the tipping point was probably not until two years in. So it, it did take a while. Um, and it, you know, luxury is luxury travel is hard to get, you know, in the beginning, you just don't step into it and Hey, here are people coming at you from the from the right and from the left with fifty grand. You know, hey, my budget's fifty thousand. My budget's thirty thousand. My budget's hundred thousand. It doesn't start off that way, uh, you know, unless you are already in that environment. So, so let's talk about COVID. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how has COVID like affected your business, and uh, what are you currently doing, or what have you been doing um, to stay in front of your clients and uh, kind of weather this storm? So, you know, COVID has affected all of us, I think, just tremendously, tremendously. And I know it has affected everyone in the world. Well, here, let's the bad thing. The bad thing about COVID is quite a few things. We couldn't travel. None of our clients could travel. You lost out on that income. And most of us, I want to say probably most people every year is better. Okay, than your year previously. So, of course, this would have been the best year that I had had, the sixth year out of my six years. And, you know, that's disappointing. And it can be depressing. And then all of the cancellations and then trying to get the money back for your clients or vouchers. The one good thing I will say for me is that most of my clients went for vouchers or rescheduled. So I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, we need to refund money. So I still have most of those on the books for 2021, which is great because now my 2021 is going to look excellent, hopefully, if we, you know, can get this under control. So there's that. The financial aspect of it being a single mom. Now, my son was a senior last year, graduated from high school. So we know how that went dealing with his mental status as a senior during COVID with everything that they missed out on, 
than me owning a business plus being in travel, you know, and him going to college. It's financially, it's a lot. I will say my saving grace was budgeting, 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 budgeting. And, and honestly, in any business, this is probably the most important thing that keeps you in business because I, my, my bills are very, very low, very, very low. I'm not in debt with my business. And so I was able to take advantage of the PPP and of the, you know, the grant portion of that and have that and just go from there with the intent that after December, hopefully January, things would start picking up. That was my outlook from early on in March was pretty much, you know what? Let's see if I can ride this out through December. And, you know, remember my old backup plan is, is I can go back out and get some, get a job somewhere. Uh, so I haven't had to do that luckily, but that's been my whole, my whole plan. The other thing is I've always charged fees. So I've been charging fees for everyone, at least for the past three years. So when you book with me, before you even book, after our consultation, before you get any quotes, you're paying my fee. So that also helps because as I'm looking for 2021 and 2020, people are coming to me, I am getting that fee for my time that we are already putting in. And I'm not waiting until 2021 till they travel to receive any money from those clients. I'm telling you this fee thing, like it, it's such a, it's such a touchy topic with people. And, um, I remember the first time and I'm super new. I remember the first time that I charged the fee and I was so scared that I kept changing it because I kept lowering it. Cause I was, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And do you know that they were like, Oh, that's it. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm telling you, we are our own worst when they say that, you know, they always say that, you know, you look at yourself and you, you see all of you, you critique yourself differently than everybody else. You do that same thing for business, I think. And I, I agree with you. I, I, in the beginning, I was no fee. I was, you know, this is, this is what I'm going to do and yada, yada. And then, you know, you have to think from a business mind. And my thing is this, I don't care whether you charge a fee or not. There should really be no debate. You should be able to run your business how you see fit and not feel a certain way because another person does charge a fee or doesn't charge a fee. It's not about them. Their road to success is completely different than yours. It's not going to be the same. It never is a hundred percent. I guarantee you it is never going to be the same. And I, if anything take away, that is the biggest takeaway for me is, is that you can look at other people and say, Oh wow, they're doing really, really well but you don't know their struggle. You don't know. And, and everything is very, very different on the road and how they got there and the road to how you want to get there. So deciding early on and also making a change, you can always change and not knowing, you know, is this enough? Is that enough? I mean, I remember reading in a Facebook group for agents once that, you know, somebody was charging $500 as a fee. And I was like, what? A lot of us, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness, like, huh? Here I am charging $500 as a fee. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you, you really, you have to be open. You have to be open to what you don't know and be okay with that and be okay with changing your mind. 
you don't have to stick to a decision that you made because this is your business. So for me, fees is, is that's it. It's that is why I absolutely love doing this show. Um, because I feel like in the beginning and again, I'm still very new. Um, there's just, there's all of this information and you're just trying to grasp at anything because you're just trying to make it work and being able to hear all of these stories, um, of all these success, successful travel professionals doing things very differently, but still being successful, you're able to kind of validate your own ideas. Like I don't have to do this or I don't have to do that. And I can still be successful. So that's what I feel like the real value in your story and listening to all of these stories is you give us hope. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We all should have hope. And I think sometimes we, because we're in so many groups on Facebook or whether it's your host agency, you know, we know other TAs, right. And none of us do things exactly the same, nor should we. Because that's why there's so many people out there for all of us. That's why there's 50 million car makers. That's why when you go to cereal aisle, there's 50 million different types of cereal. Do you think somebody said, hey, there's enough different types of cereal out there. I'm not, I'm not making this cereal. No, they didn't. They just made cereal. You know, so there are clients out there for all of us that fit. Same thing with doctors. There's a million doctors. Like, do you need, do we need any more doctors? Of course we do. You know, same thing. We need more travel professionals. So what you do is exclusive to what you do and how you do it. And I truly believe in that. My biggest thing is, is that I wish we would not be, and I don't think it's meant on purpose, judgmental. Sometimes it comes across as judgmental when someone is doing something a certain way. If you want to specifically, your niche is the cheapest or the the least expensive vacation and that's what you're going with, that's what you go with. No one should tell you, well, why are you doing, you're working so hard because that's what they want to do. That's what they're great at. That's what brings them joy and that's what they should be doing. And that's it. And if you don't have anything helpful to say and it's not your jam, that's okay. That's absolutely okay. And I, I, this is what I used to tell people in the beginning too. Like in the beginning of almost any business, even if it's like I started selling candy bars in, from a locker in middle school, like you sell to the people who you're around. You know what I'm yep. saying? That's how you get started unless you have a network of all these other people. But again, there are you, those are the people that you're around. If that's all they can afford, then you got to get some type of experience. So exactly. you got to do what you got to do. So you're right. Like there just shouldn't be any judgment because we don't know each other's stories. We don't know where they're coming from and we don't know where they're going to end up. So like do you and hope everyone hears that. Do you because nobody's going to yes. do you better be than you. Be the best at doing you for yes. sure. Be the best at doing you and you will be successful. Yes. It doesn't matter what that is. Be the best at doing you and you will be successful. And if you don't know, figure it out. Right. That, that is do that it. first. If you don't know. And the process is, listen, that process is not going to be easy. Believe me, it's not going to be easy, nor is it going to be quick. Um, most of the time, but it is so well worth it. Agreed. It is so, so well worth it. And just know you can't do everything hundred percent. There's still stuff marketing. Oh my gosh. I'm just like every day. I'm like, Oh my God, marketing. 
please. That's the one skill I really don't have. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it is learnable. So, you know, yes, everything is figure so much to learn. <laughs> and it's just like, for me, it's like, oh my gosh, please. <laughs> it gives me a headache even thinking about it. So, yeah. Anyway, well, well I digress. So, let me, um, let me kind of, what is the, the biggest thing you felt, feel like you've gained so far um, in working in this industry? My biggest gain is what we really, what we just talked about. No one does what you do, how you do it. And that's my biggest gain. Before that, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that in the aspect of job, like when I was working for someone, I was an employee. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm always like, hey, you know, I, I know I'm good at what I do. I'm good. But at the same time, you always know you're replaceable because the truth of the matter is, I don't care who you are, you're replaceable uh, when you work for someone else. They might, that, they might replace you with someone who's not as good as you are at what needs to be done, but you are still replaceable. So knowing what your strengths are and being your authentic self is truly what I learned because my thing is, is am I coming off a bit too friendly, a, a, a bit too silly because, you know, I'm a little, I'm a silly a little bit, you know, I'm friendly. I, I, I don't really have a complete business attorney business you know, presence. And I didn't know if that was going to be a turnoff for the luxury industry. And I was truly concerned about that. I'm going to be honest. Uh, you know, there's a lot of times, you know, I, Hey, and, you know, is this text or is this email professional enough? And then I just learned be you people. As I'm talking back to my clients, they love who I am. They're with me. They continue to be with me because I am not pretentious. I am not, you know, stuck up. I am not unwilling, unbending, um, not personable. You know, I'm all, I'm, they can relate to a, a regular human being who is there to look out for them and make sure that they have the best time ever. So I think that's the biggest thing is, is be you and be the best of who you are, know your strengths, and don't worry about what other people think. Whatever you think are your quirks really is your gold. Those are your nuggets that that's why people are coming to you because of your quirks, because that's what makes you different than other people. Ah, so many gems today that you have dropped. Because um, <laughs> that's a huge one. Um, so tell me. Uh, what is something that you are super excited about that is happening in your life and in business? Well, in my life, I want to say that I am a now an empty nester, even though my son is attending college from home because they're not on campus this year, but he's never here. I, I think for the past two, three months, he hasn't been here one night. So with that being said, I am truly an empty nester and enjoying it completely with just doing whatever I want to do business-wise, um, personal-wise, traveling. And, you know, I went to Mexico, then I came back and I, I had a chance to head up to Virginia to uh, 
for fam and visited a few properties on the way back up and a way back. And I drove for me, that's exciting because I, you know, 2021, I do have, I've always had plans after my kids left home, you know, what I was going to do. And, um, you know, those plans will come into fruition. So I'm excited about that business wise. I'm extremely excited. I started uh, a membership, um, this year. And so as we know, COVID, so I'm very excited for those memberships to pick up for next year, as well as changes in my business. So just I, I'm just so looking forward to 2021 and business-wise, I really think people want they are so itching to travel. I mean, it is when when we are really able to without the fear of COVID, because people are traveling now. Like I've had in the past three months, I've had clients travel. I have clients traveling next month. So people are traveling, okay? But it's very limited. Everyone wants to travel, though. I have not seen anything that says anything different. Even those who have never traveled before are itching to travel. And so I believe once we have everything under control, it's just going to blow up for all of us. And really now is the time to get your stuff together right Get it together now because you're not going to have time later you know have all your i's dotted and your t's crossed because the influx is going to come the calm before the storm and yes we are like drought we're in a drought right now but rainy season is going to be amongst us <laughs> and you need to have all your buckets out to collect all the water that you possibly can collect and the coins. Yes. Well, you know, the buckets, buckets and buckets of coins, you know, that, that's, that's pretty much what we're talking about making it rain. Right. So yes, that's, that is, I'm really excited about 2021 about that because I, I feel like I, I have a lot of stuff together now. I have a, my plan is ever evolving and it's in a great place for 2021. So, and I, I feel like everyone should just get on board with planning their 2021 because once this happens, whether it's the vaccine, whatever it is, what, whether we get it under control and the vaccine, there is going to come a time in the near future within the next year that everybody is looking to get on a plane. And it's going to be hard because we only have so many planes. We only have so many hotels. We only have so many cruises, you know, uh, there's only limited space. So just be prepared. And I think we should prepare our clients for that, that the time is going to come when, when things open up and they want to travel, it's going to be instantaneously. You got to lock that down because you go ahead and wait. There's not going to be no room at the end for you. Yes. Well, thank you so, so much for taking time out to come to the show. This was a wonderful interview and I, I, I was taking notes. <laughs> well, Over thank you notes. so much for having me. This has been like wonderful. Um, you know, I, I'm not used to being on uh, video live or not recorded and um this was easy. So I, I appreciate you. I, I believe your podcast has a place for sure in our industry and is necessary. And I hope anyone new to our industry 
is learning from from you and and takes the information that you're able to help put out there from those of us who have had some time. Now I'm not by no means a veteran. Six years is no, no means a veteran, but definitely, you know, some of the things that we put out to everyone else. So thank you. Well, thank you. So we are definitely going to follow you around and see how everything's going next year and see how, you know, you blow up and get all the buckets of coins and, uh, right. And if you want any information, it's all going to be on the blog post and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.